You are listening to the sermons of the late Pastor Frank Hampton Jr., who pastored the Church of God in Jackson, Michigan from 1963 to 2018. If you would like to learn more about Pastor Hampton or the Church of God, please visit our website at www.churchofgodjackson.com. Again, that's www.churchofgodjackson.com. We hope you enjoy the message. God bless. Undivided attention, please. The book of Second Chronicles, chapter 5, beginning with verse 4. And all the elders of Israel came, and the Levites took up the ark. And they brought up the ark and the tabernacle of the congregation and all the holy vessels that were in the tabernacle. These did the priests and the Levites bring up. Also King Solomon and all the congregation of Israel that were assembled unto him before the ark sacrificed sheep and oxen which could not be told nor numbered for multitude. Letter clause, verse 6, which could not be told nor numbered for multitude. Our thoughts, unlimited sacrifice. Sacrifice unlimited. In life, I've seen men and people go to ridiculous extremes, sacrificing everything worthwhile to accomplish a desired end. I've seen people make all kinds of sacrifices, reasonable and unreasonable. There was something or some goal that they wished to obtain in life. And they were willing to go as far or to do whatever necessary to accomplish that goal. I recall some years ago, the King of Scotland, I think it was, <clears throat> met a commoner, a woman who was not of the royal lineage. And it was forbidden by law that they marry a commoner. But he was so desirous of this woman. She uh, was so intriguing and appealed to him to such an extent that he was willing to give up his throne the most coveted position uh, in the country, just to satisfy his longing for this woman. Remember, Jacob, how that he was willing to sacrifice and then sacrifice again? What? There was something he wanted. In life, whatever it is, whether right or wrong, people to support their habits or to accomplish the end, sacrifice their relatives, their parents, their own life, their health, anything. 
You pray with me this morning. Just anything, if you will. And in many instances, don't even think about what they gave us. Spend all that money, all that bank account, all that living. Sell all that goods. And don't even take second thought about it. When I think of those things in the light of people claiming Christianity today, I'm, my heart is made to grieve. When people are complaining when they are called upon to make the least sacrifice. If they are asked to do anything that would interrupt their comfort or would break their leisure, you hear often an unfavorable response. I'm asked to do everything or why uh, you always pick on me and all this kind of thing. But I want you to notice in the word of God in every instant that I recall in the scriptures where people were willing to make unlimited sacrifices the blessings were also unlimited. Will you pray with me this morning? I'm preaching you something that's real. Many of you are shortchanging yourself. You are paupers and beggars, as it were, spiritually and otherwise, because of your unwillingness to sacrifice. I'm wondering if people today who are associating themselves with Christianity, they want do they realize what Christianity is really all about? Do you know the very emblem, the cross, is a symbol of sacrifice? Christianity was born out of sacrifice. It has been perpetuated by sacrifice. And today, brother, do you know hardly anyone is willing to give up anything for the cause of God? Oh, that's not necessary to be saved. I don't have to give that up to be saved. With that attitude, if you are afraid that you might go an inch too far for God in your giving up, you'll never amount to anything for God. If you are always splitting hairs when you're called on to give up something, well, that doesn't affect me. That doesn't affect my spirituality. And many people, they won't think that they are so astute that regardless of what the preacher says, they'll do it anyway because they think they know what they're doing. If I say, men, uh, fellas, you ought to leave that alone. Sister, leave that alone. Well, you would do it inadvertently while I'm just doing it for this reason. And you justify your own self in doing it. I'm going to tell you something. When a man of God who's looking out for your soul can make uh, even a faint suggestion. And you are so attached to something that you're going to hold on to it. I'll guarantee you you're going to reap a dark benefit. Many of you today are suffering and don't know why. Because you were called upon to make a sacrifice for the kingdom's sake. But you thought you knew better. You thought it was not taken from me. You thought it had no ill effect. So you went on and insisted to do it. And now if you are careful, you are suffering a spiritual drought whether you know it or not. You might interpret your own spirituality, but I guarantee you are. And you're going to suffer droughts otherwise. I'm going to tell you all something today, they want, and 
You sit around all listen to all these messages if you want to miss them, but I know what I'm talking about. Brother, all through the word of God, and if you can't take the Bible, then there you have no other resource. Where there was unlimited giving of yourself and your resources, there was unlimited blessings on the part of God. Many of you have held back on God, and God is now holding back on you. God have allowed you to use your little, own little resource to make your end meet, and you won't be able to do it. I told you the other night, fish on the other side of the boat. Now you say, well, I never have nothing to give. Many people today are behind on their tithe, their offering, and everything is what? Because they take their own little resources, and they think they know how to do it better than God. Rather than do what God said and leave the rest to God. I know this works. I know the situation. God punished it. He said, bring in your tithes and offering to destroy and see if I won't pull you out gifts. Praise our God that you're unable to receive. Amen. God said it. And if you think you know a better way because you're up against the wall and you can't do it, well, then don't do it. But I, you, you're missing what you're trying to achieve. You are missing what you're trying to achieve. That's why I believe in giving God off of the front of it. Off of the top of it. Then God, the government take theirs off the top. Amen. 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 Well, this, 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 all this reserved stuff and amen and, and, uh, and living so tight that you can't really uh, comfortably give God or a, a give beyond. You're going to get yourself in a real mess with that kind of philosophy. Come on! Now, if the Bible says you ought to do it, you can afford to do it. And if you can't afford to do it, then you have seriously miscalculated. Come on! The Israelites, the poor and the rich as well, they were to leave some gleaning. Whether you had one acre and ten children or whether you had 50 acres and two children, you were to leave some gleanings. There was a blessing in that. Then if you have to cut down on your family eating, then do that, but, but leave something to sacrifice. Thank God if you didn't have uh, uh, what you might regard as sufficient change of clothes, well then just tolerate that, but leave something in the corner of the garden. Yeah, I'm going to tell you something, children. Go on with your own little spoonful of wisdom, using your own ideas, but you are defeating your purpose, and one day at long last, you're going to wake up and realize it. You're going to realize it. You're going to realize it. The word of God is right. I thank God that you, if you dare to live by its principles, you will be the beneficiary of its blessings. And I know you will. I know you will. So let me tell you something. Those who are sacrificing at any cost, don't you let the devil discourage you or get you in a situation where you think you can't do it. Where you think that would be more profitable, amen, to take your little resources and use them as you wish to. Don't you let the devil push you back in that corner. You're going to miss a blessing that you never knew, that you never dreamed of. See, that's why I tell you, dear one, see, you can try what God says. And it will always prove to be right. Now, if you are afraid to venture, or if you regard it as such, then you will just, amen, suffer that loss. And I don't mean your money, I mean your time and your effort and everything else. See, you want to have some people praise our God. They are in a real situation. Why? They don't want to sacrifice, excuse me, <clears throat> sacrifice that time to God. Everything else looms into importance. But sacrificing for God, they can be late. They can use any, legitimize any little excuse for not being here. Amen. They can, uh, any, they can, anything can call their attention to distract them from the service and go outside and do anything they want to do. But you're going to lose. You're going to lose. They want to, I, I, I keep the consciousness of this. You, you watch. I don't care about my involvement, brother. I can be in something that seemed to be ever so consequential. 
Brother, maybe about an hour, two or three hours before service time, brother. I'm not talking about just because I'm a preacher. That's been my lifestyle. See, I know what sacrificing for God will do because God regards it. And you find it all through the Bible. See, we have nothing but the Bible. Now listen. Our text says that uh, sacrifice that could not be numbered are told for multitude. Now I want you to get this. Naturally, you could have counted if you just sat there and counted a long time, but that's not the idea he's trying to uh, progress here. He is letting you know that Solomon just removed all restraints. Will you, will you pray with me? Yeah. Now you listen to me. Back in the book of Leviticus and Numbers, where certain sacrifices were recommended for certain things, sin offering, peace offering, burnt offerings. It was stipulated how many or much sacrifice were to be given for certain transgressions or whatever the case might be. You follow me? If you did that, you could at least get under the wire or you could get by with it. So here, Solomon, in his appreciation for God, says, I'm not concerned about requirements. I'm not concerned about what's stipulated for this or that occasion. So listen, I'm just going to get a whole drove. I'm not going to even count them because, will you pray with me? I don't want to be conscious or let the devil hound me about how much I'm giving. Will somebody pray with me? Thank God I ain't going to reach in my pocket or in my whatever the case might be. I'm going to disregard trying to count a tenth or, or whatever. Amen. I'm going to disregard the, how many hours I spent in service already or how many days I fasted already. I'm, I'm going to disregard that. Will you, will you pray with me? See, you want to be blessed. And when somebody tells you how to be blessed, you refuse it. Why? Because it involves sacrifice. Unlimited soul. Not only in the Bible, but I will guarantee you in your own life, if you have ever been blessed immeasurably, if you have been flooded with the blessing of God in temporally and spiritually, then you, you think with me. It was, I'm not saying I'm guessing, it was at a time when you were sacrificing without measure. Whether it was for a week, two weeks, month, six months, or, ye, or whatever the case might be. Your greatest blessing came spiritually and temporally. You were able to do more with what you had. You were able to witness a greater outpouring of God's spirit. During the period of your life when your sacrifices were greater. Now if you inadvertently allow the devil to call you to take it up, then you are now reaping the consequences of your naivete. I know I'm right. And I trust this will cause the car to vibrate again. You know, and I know, I know in your cases, I know from observation. I know from your personal sacrifice. I know from my own life. The time when I was more sacrificial was the time when I was more greatly blessed. And that's God's pattern. Now you read the verses 13 and 14 in the same chapter. Read that if you will. Read it. All right. It came even to pass. It came even to pass. As the trumpeters and singers were as one. When the trumpeters and the singers were as one. To make one sound. 
Make one sound to be heard. Go on. And when they lifted up their voices, when they lifted up their voices with the trumpets, with the trumpets of, and cymbals, and cymbals, and instruments of music, instruments of music, praise the Lord. Praise, praise for He is good. He's good. His mercy endureth forever. That then the house was filled with a cloud. Even the house of the Lord. So that the priest could not stand the minister by reason of cloud. The glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. Thank God, God, if you're willing to go that far, I'm just going to remove all restraints. God, if you are willing to give immeasurably, I'm going to give back to you immeasurably. Oh, dear one, this is right. Praise our God. If, it, if it's of yourself, of your substance, excuse me, or whatever, if you just move, remove all restraints, God will remove all restraints. Why don't you try it? We're preaching it to you. Why don't you try it? You remove all restraints, God will remove all restraints. I'm going to tell you, there are some things that come on other family won't come on your family. There are some blessings Thank God you receive that the casual individual will not receive. I get to you. Red sit next to you. I tell you. There is no other way to account for there are people, praise our God, sitting next to you. Tight fist. Amen. Uh, who are reserved in the giving of themselves. Sitting under the same gospel many times. And they are in doing a drought in both areas, and you are having flood showers in both areas. Why? Because one, God is just responding in kind. Thank God when they did that, the Bible said they couldn't even, they couldn't even have church, but the Holy Ghost was having church by himself. I mean, they were just there, praise our God. And if your soul has ever been flooded, if you've ever been overwhelmed, it's when you overwhelm God with your sacrifices. And I'm going to tell you this, children, you get this. You don't have to have a lot to sacrifice a lot. God knows that everybody wouldn't be rich uh, with this world's goods. Uh, uh, you might not be physically able to do a lot of uh, physical effort. But, but there is a way that you can give yourself to God. God knows that. If you are willing to go beyond that which you are, seemingly able to do. God knows that. And he gets he takes your attitude. God knows your willingness. God sees your effort. If there's a lack in your life today, I want you, you listen to me good. It's because of your willingness to sacrifice unwillingness to sacrifice. If there's a lack in your experience or otherwise, I'll guarantee you it's because of your unwillingness to sacrifice. If you had gone with God as far as he said the, situation, the circumstance would have been different. But why didn't you go? Because too much sacrifice was involved. You decided within yourself, so you may well think with me this morning, you decided within yourself that the sacrifice was too great. And as a regards us, then God just had to hold back. God said, that's all you deposited, so that's all you can draw out. Dear one, I don't care what area it's in. So let me tell you something. There are those of you who are sacrificing personal ambition, personal desires, maybe even a quick marriage and all this kind of thing, trying to get God's will. You, I tell you what, you won't come off on the short end unless you desire to cut your sacrifices short. People who are unwilling to sacrifice and wait sufficiently, 
they will suffer the consequences of their anxiety. Amen? See, there'll be no lack only for your benefit if you will sacrifice properly. Only for your benefit. God might try your faith. That's good for you. Or he might chastise you in your best interest. But other than that, there'll be no lack if you... I, I'm going to tell you. God able to stretch things like the widow's oil. All outright. Do you hear me? I'm not talking about no, no uh, uh, paperback novel. Thank God. I'm talking about some reality. God can take your little resources. God can take your little, your little contribution in church. That's why I never want you to be obsessed with the idea that you've got to be a great big somebody to do something in church. Don't you believe that? Brother, I, my vision is sharper than that. Brother, God can take the very little bit that you got and so bless and overwhelm us with it. So don't you let the devil call you back, well, I'm not, I don't have much ability, I can't do this, that, and the other. We're not looking for that. That's not our objective. Amen. We're looking for somebody willing to sacrifice, go beyond their ability in sacrifice. Come on! That's why non-sacrificial individuals will never be a blessing to the church. Praise our God. And we can't overlook the sacrificial one just to get somebody who can do something. Amen. You pray with me this morning. Praise our God. We're trying to get some here, and I trust God you, we're going to wake up and, and, and catch you on somewhere here because it'll be too late after a while. Now give me our uh, second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 5. Second Chronicles 7, 5. See, see Solomon uh, disregarded requirements here. All right, verse 5, Second Chronicles 7. All right. King Solomon offered a sacrifice of 20 and 2,000 oxen. And 120,000 sheep. King and all the people dedicated to the house of God. Come on with it. Priests waited on their office. Levites also with instruments of music of the Lord, which David the king had made. To praise the Lord, because his mercy endureth forever. When David prayed by that ministry, and the priest sounded the trumpet before them, and all Israel stood, hallowed the middle of the court that was before the house of the Lord. Thank God he offered burnt offerings. That's all he was studying about, praying our God, giving, offering. That's all, that was his whole concern. And that was God's whole concern, giving and blessing. Praise our God. Amen. Because he had in the middle of the court. He made a great, just hollered out for nothing but sacrifice. He didn't put no, no, no eating table. Thank God he put a big sacrificial uh, uh, space arena there. And the fat of the peace offering. Because the brazen altar which Solomon had made was not able to receive the burnt offering. Praise our God. And the meat offering and the fat. Thank God Solomon had made uh, an enormous altar here. But thank God Solomon, that ain't big enough. I'm going to make me nothing. Hallelujah to God. When the last time? Thank God you had to make a new altar. So all that I want to give God, thank God there's not enough room in my present altar to receive it. My present capacity will not encompass all I'm willing to do for God. God, you got to give me a new capacity. Amen. What I want to give, thank God there's not enough space. I don't have to worry at all. Give me a new capacity. My desire goes beyond my Wherewithal. Bless the dear Lord. 
My God have mercy. Also the same time Solomon kept the feast. You, you follow me? Because you better pray this one thing or you can set it up and lose your soul, which a man also wouldn't think it's not, does not apply to you. Now you listen. The same time Solomon kept the feast seven days. I'm going to show you something. Now, this sacrifice was all-encompassing. Thank God, he did not just give an abundance and go home and, and, and play tiddlywink. Will you pray, my friends? See, some people want to make a great big show, sacrifice a fast, and then go home and eat for seven days. And end up five pounds heavier. But no, no, sir, didn't. Praise our God. After Solomon made all these sacrifices, he said, well, I'm going to sacrifice my time. I'm going to stay here a whole week. Just giving to God. Just giving to God. Not only my sheep and oxen, thank God, I'm going to give all my time and my effort, my sleep. I'm going to give my wherewithal. I'm going to give my whole being. Will you pray with me? See, there's no need to wonder why you're not being blessed, why you have no power, no joy. Maybe you don't listen to the word of God. He will show you why. Solomon kept the feast seven days and all Israel with him, a very great congregation from the entering in of Hamath unto the river of Egypt. And in the eighth day they made a solemn assembly, for they kept the dedication of the altar seven days, and the feast seven days. And after the seven days, then they had a great big church service. And on the three and twentieth day of the seventh month, he sent the people away into their tents, glad and merry in heart for the goodness that the Lord has showed unto David and to Solomon, and to Israel, his people. Thus Solomon finished the house of the Lord and the king's house and all that came into Solomon's heart to make in the house of the Lord. Will you pray with me? Lord, have mercy. Everything Solomon could think about, he did it. Everything he could imagine, thank God he did it. The only way he didn't do no more, he couldn't think of nothing else to do. Will somebody pray with me? I wish somebody would, would listen. I wish one person would grasp this today. The only reason why Solomon didn't give up more, thank God he couldn't find nothing else to do. He couldn't think of nothing else to do. The only reason why some people don't go closer to the world because they can't think of nothing they can do is still keep a testimony. Just the opposite. Just the opposite. And that's why they're dry as a bone. Brother, this attitude, if you think you try to let this soak in your soul today, the only reason why Solomon didn't do more, there was nothing else that came to his heart to do. With this attitude, I'll guarantee you an abundant blessing from God in every respect. There was no sitting around talking about praying about some brother. Everything came to his heart to do. I give it up. Well, Solomon, maybe you don't have to do it. I'm going to give it up anyway. I'm going to make sure I'm in God's blessing and graces. The very fact that it came to me, I'm going to give it up. I ain't going to let the devil talk about it and, and talk about praying about it, let the devil talk me out of it and use my own, try to shout over it in my own ways and concoctions. Amen. I go wherever God say go. I go when he goes and stay as long as he say and whatever's involved, I'll do it. Whatever God brings to my heart, I'm willing to do it. And he, and he prosperously affected. Yes, he did, praise our God. And you will too. And the Lord uh, appeared to Solomon by night. Now I'm going to show you something. You listen to me. Amen. Let us, uh, let us uh, uh, kind of uh, give you a little exegesis here. Listen. 
appeared to Solomon by night. See, you can bring God out of his hiding. Why would somebody pray to me? You can bring God out. Put him right out. To many of us, God is hidden. Why? Because we're living such distant lives. We're living so nebulous. God said, well, I'm not going to manifest my glory. Praise that God. You just live in half world and half to yourself and no sacrifice. And I'm going to go in and make a real show for you. I'm not going to do that. God said, I will demonstrate from you if you demonstrate for me. God said, now you did something unusual. I'm going to do something unusual. I'm going to appear to you. God said, you went beyond the ordinary. Now I'm going beyond the ordinary. I'm going to appear to you. I'm going to appear to you in a way that you want to question who it is. That you want to wonder whether you got an answer or not. You want to wonder whether it's God or your own notion. I'm going to appear to you in such clarity. Oh, this is this thing is tremendous. Praise our God. Amen. You had to wonder whether you're sanctified or not. Well, didn't he do it on Pentecost? Sure he did. Those people think God was in the upper room at 10 days before God, praying and standing before God. They didn't have to wonder whether they had the Holy Ghost. I hope so. I believe so. Right now I do. Oh, that kind of foolishness. Brother, and all that testimony, brother, was so positive. When they made reference, give it to them as he did us. Thank God they were constantly referring to that experience. Why? Because they were so sacrificial before God. God met them in a way that nobody could gainsay. They didn't have to wonder about it. They didn't have to wonder about what the devil was talking about. God, when God appeared to you, that wipes away satanic suggestions and accusations. When God appeared to you, that take away doubts. Yes, it does too. Now see, listen. Don't you think God's sitting back there and the devil is so accusative and, and, and can talk so loud that leave you confused. No, sir. God can break through that, brother. God can appear to you in such a way. Your prayer heard. Your need is met. Your situation is changed. And then you can testify before it actually comes to pass. Oh, yes, you can too. And you want to worry, praise our God, when a little time elapses, whether you were wrong or not. I've chosen this place to myself. For a house of sacrifice. I've chosen it. Why? Because the way you demonstrated. That's why I chose it. I chose it because, praise our God, the way you dedicated. That's why I chose it. And I'm going to tell you something yesterday. If God chooses anybody today, it's going to be because of that. Not because I say do it. Not because somebody pick them out and random. You do it, you do that. If God chooses, it's going to be because of that sacrifice. So there's no need to praise our God if you overlook the name and somebody, God decided you one person more than you think and they respect the person and the pastor didn't and the pastor nothing. Thank God they're sacrificing and God doing the choosing. And when God does the choosing, thank God there's nothing I can do about it but agree with it. Amen. Praise God. Where did I stop? Verse 12. Play to myself and for a house of sacrifice. Listen. Now I'm going to show you something. Will somebody pray with me? Oh, the word of God is so sweet. Hey, that, I mean, it's so rich. Glory to God forever. Listen. Oh, bless the Lord. You can so please God. You can so move God by your own generosity. That God will make a promise. Where are the future for you? Or the way you did it. Even if it gets off a little bit in the future. Even if it gets sidetracked a little bit. Amen. You, 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 amen. You please me so much right now. But I'm going to make a promise that you should get.
get off a little bit. Lord, have us. What you're doing right now is stirring me so, moving me so, that if you get off and I had to shut up to heaven, that there'd be no rain. The way you've deported yourself, the way you're giving yourself, if my people call by my name, would well, that kind of humble yourself a little bit? Just kind of get out of the dust a little bit and pray. Amen. Go to God. Hallelujah to God. It's to your advantage that you sacrifice to God. God, even if you have a little trouble in the future, even if you get a little off key in the future, the way you're giving to it now, the way you're setting up now, I'll straighten you out. I'll set you back. I'll straighten you out, Lord to God. But if you weren't doing anything anyway, God, if we going back to me, you never were doing anything in the first place. Hallelujah. That's why some of you here. Not because you've been so perfectly consistent. You got off. But you humble yourself. And God took you back. God put you back on track. You got off. You, you got the wrong root a few times, but you got you gave in. But when you are on, you gave yourself so to God. You wonder sometimes, Lord, why in the world are you holding to me and them other people going about their business? They never did anything in the first place. Not that you've been so consistent, so perfect, amen. My people that are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. That's why I want to do like Abraham. The same thing. Abraham so sacrificed, so gave himself to God. That when he did get off a little bit, God straightened him out. God didn't cut him off. See, I'm going to tell you, this is a tremendous thing here. Praise our God. You might have made some mistakes. Will you pray with me? Listen, you might have made some foolish blunders financially. You might have made some mistakes. But if you were sacrificial in your giving when you had it, We all have made some blunders and, hey man, when I made some wild loans and, and made some purchases, fell through. We all have done that. Well, why didn't everybody fall through? Because they were so sacrificial when they did it. They never were selfish all their lives and you love all they had all, day, all the time. They were sacrificial. I don't care if they had a house full of children, they were still sacrificial. I don't care if they did have a limited income, they were still sacrificial all alone. They take in the needy. They fill the house up. They make a meal, they cut anybody eat. All their lives they've been like that. See somebody destitute, they take them in without a nickel. Come on! You get what you got, think I'm going to enjoy it all your life by yourself. Amen. You look, check your history out. Well, I ain't got, I got me and my children. I just got enough of me and my children. Well, I would live like that then. Live like that. Then you just have you and your children. That's all. Oh, it's something to this gospel. I know it's right. I know it's right. Thank God. You cut your own food messing around with this gospel. It works right. I know it works right. God trying to prove it to you. God trying to show it to you. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah to God. My people. Hallelujah. Because if I shut up to heaven, God said, now listen, if you get off, I'll have to chastise you. I got to do that. I can't just let you go, despite how much I'm pleased with you. I just can't, I just can't turn my head. I've got to deal with you. But if I do it, 
My justice will demand me to do it, Dick. But if I have to do it, by God have mercy. Glory be to God. Hallelujah to God. If I have to shut up heaven, let there be no rain. If I command the locusts to devour the land, if I send a pestilence among my people, if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and heal their land. You know why that is? Because you sacrificed so much. Come on. You gave up so much when you did, when you did, when you had a chance to. Some people never fully gave up. Never quit lusting. Thank God. When you were called, call yourself sacrificing. Amen. When you went going to fast, you had did it. Everything else. But you work against yourself. That's why you're going to have such a hard time now with God. See, you always were stingy with God. Amen. Bless the Lord. You always did try to live on a bare minimum spiritually. Why would you pray with me this morning? I'm trying to teach you some praise of God. You can take it and leave it. Amen. I know from experience and I know by the word of God what I'm saying is right. Luke chapter 6 verse 38. Help me read, help me read so I can go on fast please. Come on. Luke 6 38. All right. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Press down. Shake it together. Running over. Did you hear the word of God? You wonder why it is that some people have so much to give. Because they give so much. I told you when I was in the Marine Corps, we were making about $35 a week. Maybe $36. And I could hustle around in the base. And when I went to the church, I guess I was one of the top givers. And the pastor just could not figure. He just called me in the corner. He says, come here. He says, how in the world? Do you know they would look over the books and they would check out the records? He said, how in the world can you give like this? And all these boys, we give, we give them bus fare and trying to feed them, have feed them who come to church and all this kind of thing. And here you are giving like this. Never have a need. What is the situation? I believe God's word. I could have said I'm a poor old soldier. Amen. And I need my little this to buy my little this. My little personal needs and all this kind of thing. Brother, no. But think that I would give. Wherever I get it from, I cut a hair to hair, I give out of that. If I come across something here, I would give out of that. Amen. Other fellas, he wanted to wait to church. I may pay that bus fare. Whatever. Then I practice all down through. Thank God. You asked me and my wife. Every week I say, young people that come there, had mother had a lot of family, children, couldn't handle them. We would take them out to the school. I'd get them bored from the school. We'd take them and take them in, not without a nickel pay. Send them, bring them to church. We used to bring some of them up to Jackson here. All through, down through the years. What? Believe in that. Lock your little house up and try to keep your little bedroom clean and amen. Keep your little peaches and pears for yourself. And that's all you have to eat too, peaches and pears. Amen, amen, amen. That's how you go have your little, your little messy bedroom. Praise our God. Amen. You ought to take the word of God. I'm going to prove it to you. I'll prove it to you. Amen. You remember the widow? It's all we got. It's all we got. Be sacrificial. It sounded like Eli was being mighty selfish, didn't it? Uh, all I got was just a little oil and a little meal. Make me a cake. And me and my chicken, my little boy will eat that and die. 
Give it to me. Sacrifice. I mean, really go along with sacrifice. Make it, make it for me. Make it for the man of God. You better call him a false prophet. No, no, he knew what he was doing. He was trying to prove something. He won't make God bless her. He wants to show how to get a blessing. Thank God when she did. Now you go and get some pots and borrow all the pots you can find and everything else. Amen. <laughs> yeah, but you have more than enough for you and your child eat and die now. Get you the pots and everything else. Pray to I'm going to fill them up. Amen. Brother, she build them a little room. Sacrifice. I don't know where she got the money from the poor they were, but they build them a little room and put them a little table. Hallelujah to God. Sacrificing. Sacrifice. But I tell you what, brother, God saw it. And God responded. You think you can listen if you want to listen. I know I'm right about this. Amen. God responded. And he still does today. That's not just an idle Bible story. Praise our God. Amen. 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 And what? Trust God for the rest. What am I going to do? We're going we're to die. We're going to lose my house if I give them. I lose my car. Well, She's she going to lose her life, she said. We're going to eat and starve to death. But I'm going to sacrifice to God at, at your word. Lose it. Die. Do what God says, man. Take, let God take care of the rest of it. Amen. Amen. I'm going to tell you, praise our God. Well, no, if you know a better way, then do it. I'm telling you the way. I'm going to tell you what's what and what still works. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Praise God. And I think people are trying to get by with bare minimums. Praise our God. All right. Now you might be able to get by with the bare minimum, but you won't have no glory. You might still say, I'm still saved, but you won't that's all you'll have, if that. Come on, come on, come on. Amen. Even now you watch it. You watch it. Even in your modesty, some people will take advantage of every technicality. Well, he didn't say it like that. That grieves my heart. Well, he didn't say he did I put this on you. Yeah, not that. No, they're just taking the advantage of technicality. I don't even bother them kind of people. Because I know they're not going too far away. What? They're trying to take advantage of a, of a technicality. They're not willing to sacrifice. See, when you sense that unwillingness to sacrifice, just leave it on leaving with God. They're going to try to maybe uh, uh, try to interpret what I say. And if I didn't say it this way, they, they try to they take advantage. He didn't say it just like that. Well, I'm going to tell you something. The Holy Ghost can say it far more distinct than I do. I say it like that, but the Holy Ghost conveys you just like he wanted. But, what, but the saints of God who want to please God, they say, well, I'm not going to take any chances. If you said it, I'm going to make sure I'm on the safe side. And you watch the results. They went all over the country. I know people when preachers say, well, just so long you cover your knee, which is and you find old people running, we were seven, eight years, walk around just look knee-high dresses. Why well, my knees are covered? And it's a disgrace. And all them little long sticks prayed our God. Take advantage of it, take me. Well, my knees are covered. That's a shame before God. That you're gonna try to just be that technical. And you're not gonna be blessed either. Not gonna be blessed. People are always want, but then what hide what, what are y'all doing? What are y'all why are you so blessed? We're not we're not afraid to sacrifice. We're not afraid to take a new stand, we're afraid we might do too much for God or go too far or miss something that we could have. If I do give up something that I could enjoy, God gonna more than repay anyway. Maybe I could enjoy it. Maybe I could have it. 
Maybe I could do my hair like that. Maybe I could do this. Maybe you can't get away with it. Is that what you want? Is that what you're trying to do? Get by? Maybe you won't feel condemned of it. That, is that the issue? There might be a whole, I could make a list of maybe a lot of things I could throw away that, that I won't be condemned by. But I know what? I'm blessed because I do it. I want to be blessed of God. I'm not just trying to get by. I want to be blessed of God. I want to be used of God. Maybe you can, amen, uh, uh, go to court and interpret the law. And say, well, I can still do it. Come on. Maybe you can try to legitimize what you're doing. But I tell you what, I don't care if you're making $50,000 a year, it's not going to make up for the sacrifice. If you sacrifice, I guarantee you, you, you'll, be, you'll be far more ahead in your soul and your body and everything else. I want you to listen to me today. I want you to listen to me today. Sacrifice it, praise our God. You're trying to hold on to it and finagle it, you're going to lose it. The Word of God said it. You want to be blessed with God, just unlimited sacrifice. I'm thinking about some of the precious saints of God some years ago when they heard this truth. House full of children. I remember Sister Ron had a house full of children. The first message she heard, praise our God, a whole, all the children was young, more or less. She took, I'm thinking about Stanford truth. Didn't know how she going to get back to church. Didn't have no car, and no husband, nothing else. I'm taking my stand for this truth. Right here. Didn't know how she going to get back to the next service. But I'll sacrifice what I have to. I, whatever I have to sacrifice, I'll do it. Don't make me no different. No, I don't care about my lifestyle changing. I don't care what this, that, or the other. Whatever I do, I'll do it. I don't care. I'll go beyond the mark. Maybe I could be saved there and this and that and the other. But I'm not worried about just being saved. Thank God. I want to go as far as I can go for God. Well, you don't have to fast to be saved, do you? That's not the issue. We're not arguing that point. And maybe you do. But I can tell a lot about it that I could talk about this morning. Well, Brother Hampton, are you arguing when if you, because, because you discuss with each other, because you say this, that, and the other? Well, sacrifice it and make sure you're not. Right? You can set your wife in place and this and that and the other and do this and that and the other. Hey, and do this and that and the other. Say this to her and do this and that to her and still be right, can't you? We're not talking, that's not the issue. You have to sacrifice some feelings. Come on, sacrifice something you could, maybe, maybe you could do. And trust God. You had to give in the benevolence, you had to give in the well, Maybe you don't, we're not arguing that point. We're not, we're not dealing with no legalities. We're not, we're not concerned about legalities. Well, I can do it under these or that circumstance. That's not the issue. I want to be in the confines of God's word. I'm willing to sacrifice if God's word suggested. I don't want to go around unsaving you for everything to get you to do it. I don't want to have to go that far. I don't think it's necessary to go that far. We have some precious souls right here. Never have made up much fuss. You hardly know they're here. But I tell you what, though, I've never had one ounce of trouble getting them to sacrifice anything that they come to me. They're not flamboyant. They're not the one who will take the floor. But I tell you what, anything that they hear pertaining to the gospel, they're willing to sacrifice it. Brother Hampton, they eat by observation. But Brother Hampton, what about this? Do we, do, we, do we stand for this? That's all they want to know. I got to you know, just quietly, not wanting to know so they can go on and do it and are trying to find a way out of it. Brother Hampton, do we stand for this? 
I had to say something about this. I had to church stand on this. They are doing it, praise our God, because they're willing to sacrifice. I'm willing to give it up for the kingdom's sake. Amen. Will you pray, my friend? Amen. And even in healing, even in healing. As I say, they want, I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to trying to interpret every little detail of healing. Okay, but I mean, what about the, I, I, threw my, I threw away my green field, but what about the red one? They, just got, they got grass in them. I don't care what they got. I'm not telling you, I wish you about that. When they got grass in them and they got some moody grass and they got some onion in it, so is that, is that natural? I'm not worried about all that. You trust in God, know what trusting God is. That's the best I can do. I mean, if you don't know what that is, that's up to you. Amen. If it's going to cross my conscience or cross my trust, then God, I'm going to throw it away. I'm going to sacrifice it. I'm going to stay on the safe side. I'm going to stay on the safe side. And I, and I to have God favor me more than the little relief I get from any pill. I know that. I know that. So whether I can do it and yet be right, that's not the issue. I'm not thinking about that. I want to be, make sure that I, I'm willing to sacrifice it. If I got to think about it every time I get ready to get a glass of water and look at it, start getting bigger and bigger, I ain't got all the time all the food. Amen. You know, that's why Paul prevailed. We're going to try to close here shortly. That's why Paul prevailed to such an extent in his prayer. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 9 and 10. Read. I want you to listen closely. 3, 9 and 10, 2 Thessalonians. All right, read. Not because we have not a power. Not because we have not the power. To follow us. For even when we were with you, this First Thessalonians 3, I want. First Thessalonians 3, verse 9. For what thanks can we render to God again for you? For all the joy wherewith we joy for your sakes because of our God. Night and day praying exceedingly. That we might see your face. And might perfect that which is lacking in your faith. Will you listen to me? People often wonder why was Paul so blessed when he prayed for people? Because he sacrificed so much on a personal basis. See, Paul would pray night and day before he laid hand on anybody. Some people want to be, I want to get the healing. Walk out, pray that God, run and eat and go to amusement parks and everything else and come lay hand on somebody. No, it won't be that way. That wasn't the way it was with Paul. See, Paul's personal life far exceeded what you saw of him. Will you listen to me, please? Paul's personal sacrifice far exceeded what you saw demonstrated when he laid hand on people. Got it, brother? That was just the aftermath of what he did otherwise. Amen. Read it. Well, here it is. Let's read it again. Read verse 9 again. What thanks can we render to God again for you? For all, all the joy wherewith we joy for your sakes before our God. Night and day. Night and day praying exceedingly. We might see your face. And might perfect that which is lacking. Listen. We are praying night and day exceedingly, sacrificing ourselves, giving of our time, giving of our concentration, thinking on it. Amen. Thinking about you. Paul had a burden for him. He had already prayed for him before he saw them. So that burden that he had when he, when he laid hands on them, they automatically got it. Why? He had such a burden that had been praying so much before he got there. He had sacrificed so much before he got there. But we want to get up before the people and make a long and loud prayer. You ain't got to do all that. Then after, when they got what the need was, get up walk. They already prayed. Oh, Lord, you know all about it. You died over there. I just have to fit the three I heal by your life. All that kind of stuff. Just pray for you. Get there. Pray like you live a life of prayer and then just go on and command the situation. 
Amen. Pray night and day exceeding, exceeding. He gave himself sacrificially in prayer. So when the time came to act, he just went on and did it. That's why he was so used. It's not that Paul was just selected as random to be a powerful man. That's what the way it went, children. Amen. If you don't do it according to the word of God, you'll dry up and rot just as you are. Amen. Acts chapter 20, verse 16, quickly. How does it read? All right. All right. Paul had determined to sail by Ephesus. He would not spend the time in Asia. For he hasted, if it were possible for him, to be at Jerusalem the day of Pentecost. And from my leaders, he sent to Ephesus, called the elders of the church. When they were come to him, all right, the first day that I came into Asia, after what manner I have been with you in all seasons, serving the Lord with all humility of mind, many tears, go on, 22, and now, behold, I go bound in the spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall befall me there. Say that the Holy Ghost witness in every city, saying that bond and affliction abide me. Listen, go on. Paul said, I'm willing, just, I'm, I'm willing just to give sacrifice. I don't care. I don't even love my life. I'm willing to just give abundantly. I have no restraints at all. Well, they want, now you compare your own life. If you're wondering why you're not so you, as you think you are, or you should be, or as you talk about, compare your own life. This is what you want, all right, then, well, this is where you get it. This is what you talk about and what we got to have, and this is what we ought to do and telling everybody else what to do. This is how you get it. No restraints. No restraints. Well, I'm tired. I got all these children. I can't pray like I want to. Well, amen, sacrifice sleep. Do whatever you have to do. Pray when they sleep. If you can wake up, praise God. Amen. Another way to do it, sacrifice. If you can't do it under ordinary circumstances, sacrifice. Unlimited, unlimited, unlimited. You find all through the word of God when people went all through the night in prayer and see what happened next morning, brother. Read in the word of God. When they had fasted before God and what happened at the end of it. Read the word of God. All through the Bible. This is a tremendous thing. It's workable. See, I'm not, I'm not, that's why I did what I'm not distressed. I'm not confused at all about it. I'm not confused why things aren't happening. I know the reason. You can get confused if you want to, but you don't need to be. Amen. That's why he told the brother, over in Romans, present your body a living sacrifice. Well, that's all you got, your body. Give it all. Just give it all, all that there is. Of it. Just put it on the altar and forget about it. Amen. And if you give unlimited sacrifice, your blessing will be the same. We have too many people holding back on God today. And they think they're getting by. But they want, I'm going to tell you something. When you get your check, you're going to realize it. The ball's sitting up in that little window, just marking off the time you messed around. And you're taking off for it. When you get your check, they don't need to go to argue. I had 25 hours. You messed around 20 hours. So I'm paying you for five. You've been talking. You did a lot of talk. You wouldn't do no work. 
people right now holding things in reserve and you think you know how to do it and, and you're afraid and nothing. But Paul said, I don't even care. My life or nothing else. If I die, I die. Even I might lose my car. What the car? He said, I might lose my life, but I don't care. I'm willing to sacrifice anything. And, I, and he was unstoppable by the devil. Every need he had was supplied. He had nothing, but when he needed a hide house, he hired him a house. I don't know where he got it from because he, he, he said, I give all, I suffer the loss of all things. But he, whatever he needed, he had it. Whatever rose, he did it. Whatever a situation arose, and then God, God made, the, made the provision for him. I don't care when, when he got stoned and dragged out of the city, he got up. Whatever the situation was. I'm going to tell you, children, there's a way to do this thing. Thank God you can go in and be commonplace if you want to. You can follow the crowd and be like everybody else and think you're doing something if you please. We need to get before God and, and, and get our minds clear up on this thing and do it God's way and get this sacrificial mind and don't wait till next week. Now, if you want help of God, if you desire, if, you are, if you're satisfied, then you're satisfied. There's nothing we can do for you. If you're all right, if you want to go on and try it your way, then there's nothing we can do about it. But you have a choice this morning. If you want to do it God's way, if you want the blessings of God in a real way, it's available to you. Under these circumstances, shall we stand? Under these, God have mercy upon us. Now, if you tell God you're going to do it, let's do it. If you're going to make a move of God, you may well make it, make it right. Because otherwise, you're not going to get results anyway. If you're going to make it, you make it. If you're not going to make it, just leave it alone. And go on pursuing your own course. Well, you heard the word of God and you heard the voice of God, I trust. Let me tell you, if you are involved in some religion and you're not willing to sacrifice the least thing, you need to get right with God. If you're not willing to give up the world, even pantsuits and, and, the, and the little minor things, just, just don't want to give a boyfriend, don't want to give up nothing. But they want to be saved. Yeah, those of us that want to give up a day's food, uh, amen, or uh, uh, maybe a night's sleep sometime in, 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 in the, with, uh, with a burden, or uh, uh, whatever. God help us out. This is a tremendous thing we're dealing with here. And God responds accordingly.